Yes, it's Monday, and we all know what that means by now, don't we? Yes, we do indeed, do do do. I don't know why I said it like that, but it's time to talk about ghosts with I, Kevin. Hi, and that's what we're going to do. Have you all been? I hope you've all been marvelous. That's what I hope. If you have, put your hand up, no matter where you are, even if you're on a bus. Yes. Oh, but maybe if you're not on the street, because you might flag down a taxi, and then they'll have to go. Sorry, I was listening to a podcast. He told me to put my hand up, and that'd be weird. Anyway, I do hope you're all fantastically well, as is the podcaster's mantra, but I truly mean it, unlike all the rest. Anyway, we're going to talk about ghosts today. Hooray! But firstly, I need to say that I want to sing to our Patreons, but I cannot sing to our Patreons because I do not have a guitar with me. So next week, we're going to have a big sing-along. Yes, we are. So if you've signed up to Patreon, don't worry. I've got your name. I got your number, baby. And um, we're going to have a big acoustic sing-along next week, hopefully with the pedal that was kindly given to me by one of our wonderful listeners. Yes, a spooky pedal, which apparently gives a ghost sound. Isn't that good? Yes. So, if you want to sign up to Patreon, I would suggest that you do so, because what you get is you get two extra shows each and every week. You get one show where it's just I rambling, as I clearly like to do, about anything that's on my brain, and another show which is generally me and Becca trying to stay paranormal. And I think we've done a pretty good job last week. This week, this upcoming week, will just be me, because Becca is in that place that she likes to go now and again over to the Middle East. So it will just be me, so it's guaranteed to be paranormal at the very least, because I won't just do another ramble. Or I will very, very much try not to. I can't guarantee anything in this world, especially in this world of podcasting. But you do get two extra shows each and every week, so it's a full hour's worth or more sometimes. Of entertainment, just for Patreons, head over to patreon.com forward slash. We need to talk about ghosts. Yes, you do. Over there, genuinely, there's about 250 hours worth of stuff for you to just listen to. So if you like the show, for whatever reason, then you can just have it on in the background, maybe while you paint a shed, paint a wooden battleship. I don't know where that came to mind. Um, But, you know, any hobbies you have that you can put on something in background and still do, then it's good for all that sort of jazz. So go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And normally... I will sing your voice. I will sing your voice. I will sing your name as a thank you, as we will do next week for everyone who signed up. So go over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. You don't have to do it in a northern accent. You can do it just, you know, in your standard accent, whatever that is. Anyway, now that's out of the way, shall we review something paranormal so that you don't have to review it for yourself? Yes, I think we should. And this week we're going to review something from YouTube. Yes, we are. We haven't done one of them for a while now, have we? No, everyone said in unison. Anyway, you know how much I love Nuke's top five? Well, Nuke, God bless his soul, is um he's very infrequent with his videos. Now I've no idea, he might be ill. You know, I've no I, I don't know the guy. He might have a lot going on in his personal life. Who the hell am I? So um when he does his videos, I think they're great but they're very sporadic. However, there is a new channel which seems to be offering the similar content, if you will. The similar content? Similar sort of content. And it's called Fearsome Top 5. Are they ripping off nukes? Uh, It's not for me to say. I wouldn't claim such a thing. 
But, you know, there are a lot of these compilation scary video sort of channels. The thing is, it is the ones I've seen, they're quite good. You know, some of them are clearly set up, as you'll get with all of these things. Some of them do leave you scratching your head, and some of them you're like, why are you even playing that? But that's what you get with these channels, do you know what I mean? Um, but I've enjoyed what I've watched so far, and the most important thing is they seem to be regular, you know, weekly things. So uh, for someone like me who keeps checking Uke's page out and going, ugh, ugh, why is it two weeks old? Why is it three weeks? Why four weeks gone past? This is a bit like, oh, hello, oh, hello. Oh, hello. I mean, I don't get that kinky with it, but you know what I mean? So anyway, currently I've watched a couple of videos. I've liked what I've seen. And it, you've got to take it all with a pinch of salt. Do you know what I mean? You're not going to watch it and believe in ghosts. But there might be one or two videos where you're like, oh, my God, that was truly terrifying. There'll be quite a few where you'll go, ha, 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 why have they even got that? And there'll be quite a few where you'll be like, I'm not sure. But that's the whole point. So fearsome top five. I would give two thumbs straight out. Give it a watch. It's well worth a watch, especially in between. If you're someone who waits on Nuke's top five like I do, it's definitely worth filling that period of time with fearsome top five. So two thumbs outwards. Um, waist height? Yeah, I think waist height. So that's the review. Now, once again, we do have an elongated Reddit corner with Becca. Due to, um, it was complete happenstance, the story that she was reading out from Reddit led to another story within the comments. So, you know, you have to keep going, don't you? Anyway, but that doesn't mean we're not going to have a listener story today, because we are. And not only is it a listener story, it's a story from someone who lives from the very place that I was born. Well, not born, but lived for all of my life. Highton, which is a little borough of Liverpool. Anyway, the email goes, Hi, Kev. Hi. Love this show. Thank you. Which I've only recently discovered, along with the dark paranormal. And I've binged both over the last month or two, so much so that you feel like a mate. Smiley face. Ah, oh, God bless you. My family come from Liverpool, and my parents grew up in Highton with Roby, which is where I'm from. Um, where I know you also hail from. Yes, I do. So I thought I must tell you in particular this family paranormal tale. So here we go. A fellow heightener is going to tell us a spooky tale. And it goes like this. My dad's mum's side of the family were Irish Catholic. And as is often in the Irish tradition, not averse to acknowledging the paranormal and superstitious in terms of a good yarn. My dad's dad's side were Protestant, though his grandmother on that side became a spiritualist, in brackets, and made him go to a meeting with her once or twice, scaring the living shit out of him. She was not his favourite grandma. So perhaps that's where I got my interest in the paranormal. Maybe it's hereditary. My dad's Irish grandfather, Joe, had a paranormal encounter in Highton in the 1950s, which really terrified him. As was more of a tradition in those days for working-class men, he would go to his regular pub for a pint most evenings. Incidentally, he was a liftman in the iconic Liver buildings during the day. One evening, not long after Joe had set off on his nightly walk to the pub, he returned home in a terrified state. The walk to the pub took Joe past the churchyard of St Bartholomew's Church in Roby. It's an old spired church, 
and it was about 100 years old at that time. It has a traditional lich gate set in a stone wall which goes right around the churchyard, itself filled with graves. For anyone who's not familiar with a lich gate, it's a roofed entrance to a churchyard and was a traditional sheltering place for coffins on their way to burial. So, in essence, they're pretty creepy. This one especially so, as it's carved in a gothic style, painted all black, and has I am the resurrection and the life carved into it overhead as you pass through. The stretch of Church Road, past this churchyard itself, was quite an eerie, shadowy, tree-lined location. But Joe was accustomed to this as it was his regular route. On that particular evening, as Joe was walking along the churchyard stone wall, with not far to go to the pub, and approaching but not yet up to the dark lich gate, the tall figure of a man wearing dark clothes and a tall hat walked not out of the lich gate, but out of the wall itself in front of him. The figure turned to face Joe. He had oddly staring eyes which fixed on Joe and then it raised its hat to him. The terrified Joe fled. What we all feel as a family adds real authenticity to this story is that it happened on his way going to, not coming from, the pub. And he stopped going to that pub that very day. I have a few other tales of the paranormal in Liverpool and elsewhere, which I'll send you in if you like. Thanks for the show. Best wishes, Amanda. Well, Amanda, we would like. I think I speak on behalf of all of our listenership when I say we would like. So please do send them on in. What a story, though. Who is this man? Who is this man who tilts his hat? Hello. That's what I imagine he says. Although I would run the other way. Poo coming out of my pants. Anyway, on that vulgar image, let's all take a nice, clean visit to Becca's Reddit Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. So we are here in Becca's Reddit Corner. We are starting about maybe 30 to 40 seconds, a bit later than we would have liked, because the kitten decided. She's seen us pulling out the handheld recorder and decided now would be the time to eat her soup, which means that her little collar will dangle against the metal bowl, going ding, ding, ding. She doesn't force, have you noticed? Ding, 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 ding. That's five. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, but that, like, lapping noise when she eats a soup or when she drinks water, it's, like, literally my favourite sound in the world. Yeah, because you know she's hydrated. And you you are, out of anyone I've ever met in the world, you have an absolute radar for people who are dehydrated, don't you? Yeah, I can hear it. You can hear it. When people voice. are dehydrated. You say to me, don't you? Like, you need to drink water. Yeah, I've done it with colleagues as well. I'd be like, do us a favour, make yourself a pint of water because you're dehydrated. Yeah, and, and like the, the idea of not being near water. Like when you go travelling, when you go to Saudi and places mm. like that, you've literally said to the hotel staff, you're going to need to go <laughs> yeah. to double what's in the room. Can, yeah. I, uh, can I have more water, please, yeah. than this? Like these two little bottles like a day just aren't going to cut it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. won't even last me. The morning while I'm showering and getting dressed. I mean, in <laughs> fairness, it will be why you're 34 years old and still get ID'd in shops, to be fair. Thanks. The last time I was ID'd, Christ, don't even know. In fact, that's all I do. It was Scotland. I had a grey beard and I was 21. And the man said, um, no, he wouldn't sell me cigarettes. And I said, you have to be 16 to buy cigarettes. Are you saying I look under 16 with a grey beard? 
And as he was arguing with me, he served some clearly under 18 people alcohol. Mm. And I said, so you'll serve them with alcohol, but not me, cigarettes. And he was like, because I don't like your attitude. I was like, uh-huh. right. I don't even know how that ended. Did you not just have ID? No, who has ID in 1990-something? I literally carried ID everywhere with me constantly since the day I turned 18. We didn't have ID. The only thing we had was a national insurance card. That's all the ID. When you turn 16, you got a national insurance card. Well, had they not invented passports, no? Well, Driving yeah, licences. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't going anywhere at 16, unless it was Perfelli. Anyway, this isn't paranormal. <laughs> We're here, of course, in the basement, which is owned by Becca. We're in a specific part of the basement, which is the corner. And it's Becca's Reddit corner. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Um, been better, been worse. Mm. You know, mm. fair to middling. Mm. If you can hear something in the background, that is the cat. Destroying the stairs. <laughs> and I, I literally mean ripping the carpet from the stairs. Yeah, but we have zero discipline in this zero house. Zero so discipline. She just, so she can carry on. Yeah. Anyway, what I found for you to read from Reddit today is a very interesting thing. I mean, you're going to have to be quite descriptive. People will be able to find this on r slash ghosts. Okay, it was only posted 14 hours ago. So we're recording this on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it would have been posted on Saturday. Okay. It's posted by somebody called Ambitious Car, car Crash. There you go. And there's a few photos of an item of furniture. Now, the rest I'm going to leave to you. I would suggest you scroll through those photos and describe the furniture. Or you could read the title and then do that. And then to the story. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realise it was Kevin's Reddit corner. Oh, no, it's not. No, no. Sorry. Sorry for... I'm just just going to back away and bow. Dictating. I'm just going to back away and bow and hold the recorder by your face. Okay. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Caveat, not Kev's Reddit Corner. The title of this story is This is the furniture that ruined my life In brackets, I can only assume Anyone know anything or have a similar experience? And three question marks Right, so we have An elaborate piece of furniture Very elaborate Extend on elaborate Give me a second, I was going through There's nine photos here I'm trying to just look through them Give me a second do we want the story first, or do you want the description first? Add to the description of what we're looking at. Is it a chest of drawers? Right. Is it a okay. mirror? So it's a unit, like white, but obviously very old. Paintings kind of faded and whatnot. So there's loads of different photos, so I'm trying to work out how they fit together. So the first one I'm looking at is like a unit kind of goes up to waist height with an ornate thing at the top, and then two, uh, like one, head, isn't it? one drawer... And two, like, cupboard doors on the bottom. So it's a bedroom piece of furniture, we would yeah. assume. Yeah, but then... And I, this is what I mean about I can't work out where it fits together. Then there's, like, a, a dip, almost like a seat, and two drawers underneath it. Um, And then we've got a mirror kind of thing here with, again, like, very ornate, thick, wooden border um, with, a, like, a bust of a head in. We're all, like, very gold... All of these, um, there's lots of kind of like, what's it, like ornate patterns with... Like um, fleur-de-lis sort of things. If you, yeah, we're on the right track with the fleur-de-lis, but that kind of, not a fleur-de-lis, but that kind of like thing. Yeah, but yeah. There's also, in the middle of them all, there's like little portraits of like women, like, you Is know, that? like women's heads, yeah, like Victorian or Elizabethan kind of women, you know, like with um, like hair tied up and the off-the-shoulder kind of dresses. Yeah, and, and where are they placed? Um, in the middle of like the ornate, so it, it, for example, in the middle of the drawers, there's there's one on each drawer, different women, 
um, on the very top as well as another one. This this furniture isn't assembled. This is why it's so hard for me to okay. describe because so it's why all don't we go into the story and, see, and maybe we'll get some explanation. Yeah, um, but then one of the photos as well on the back is a piece of wood, presumably from either the back or the underside or something, and there seems to be um, kind of very elaborate writing, something what big written. I can't make it out. S L A S A or Q. Um, well, that says love. Class, last love or lasso love, and there's a drone of what looks like a foot. Anyway, into the story. I think that's right in the other way. Oh, okay. Rather than a foot. Um, what would you call that? Like the the fancy font. Calligraphy. Is it calligraphy? I don't know. Well, yeah. Anyway, kind of fancy font, right? And that's. And that's it. Yeah, that's all we've got. Okay. Let's begin. Let's begin. So I'm not sure where to start, or if this is even where to post this. My wife found this furniture set online and fell in love. Clearly not in pristine shape, but there was something to it she just couldn't get away from. After hearing about it a literal countless amount of times, I made my way just outside Portland, Oregon, and bought it for her. She loved the women painted on it and the hand-carved wooden accents. It requires a skeleton key on the drawers of the pieces, and the seller told me they didn't have it. All good. Got home, brought it in, and set up the guest room for her. When she came home, she was ecstatic. She had no idea. It was a 10-hour round trip. Oh, my God. I left God, early. Americans are just mad. I know. I left early and pulled it off in a day. Imagine five oh hours God. each way. Can you, honestly? Everything was normal for a few weeks. Then I went to rearrange the room how she wanted it. When I moved the small dresser, the drawer opened up and the key dropped to the floor. I put the key in the keyhole and turned it, and literally right that exact second... I felt ice cold all of a sudden. It was weird, but I brushed it off and went about my day. That night, my oldest daughter, 17, no history of nightmares or complaints, said she heard clanking sounds coming from the guest room. I went in, nothing. About an hour later, she said she heard the same noises and faint crying sounds. I went in, nothing. A couple of days go by, and my youngest daughter goes to bed as normal, and wakes up screaming at the top of her lungs. She went into a full-blown panic attack and just kept saying, the girls won't stop crying. It was so bad, we took her to the ER, didn't know what else to do. Kind of tripped out, just went about life. About a week later, I came home around 8pm, and my wife had a completely blank stare on her face and her pupils were dilated. When I spoke to her, she wouldn't respond. Finally she did, but she was saying the most... Obeyed things? I wonder what word he means there. Obeyed. It's the word obeyed, but... Oh, obeyed isn't like obey me. No, she was saying the most obeyed things. It must mean strange. Right, okay. I'm just trying to think what also corrects... How is that word spelt? Like the word obeyed is spelt. It's exactly the word obeyed. obey me. O-B-E-Y-E-D. Okay, right. So it's actually the word obey. I'm just saying he doesn't doesn't mean obeyed. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rambling on about when her mum died, in brackets, not dead, and that they should have never lied to us about Santa Claus. Fuck, what? We did the same thing and took her to the ER. <laughs> the doctors must be like, fucking hell, mate, what are you feeding them? They gave her some medication to calm her down, and it seemed to bring her back to normal for a bit of time. A couple of weeks later, I came in again, and all three of them, my wife and two daughters, were in what seemed to be a trance of some sort, babbling and incoherent. I freaked out. I no longer knew what to do. I got them all in the car to go to the psychiatric hospital, and once we were about 20 minutes from the house, they all seemed to snap out of it collectively. 
My youngest asked when she got in the car and said she was glad it wasn't ice cold in there like it was in the house. I broke down into tears. As they all normaled out, it came to me. I dropped them with a friend and went and got the furniture out of the house. When she said ice cold, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I've never believed in anything paranormal, but in that moment, I sure did now. I got the furniture out and put it in the garage of a rental property we still had some things in from when we were building our home. My daughters came back to normal, although they still talk about how they remember it from time to time. My wife, however, has checked out. She lives in a constant fear of whatever it was that she said took over and has never been the same again. Bloody hell. I've looked online and been able to find bits and pieces of similar situations, but just still don't know what to make of it. Also, still have this furniture in my rental and I'm too creeped out to get it out. Full headboard, footballs and rails, vanity, dresser, mirror, table and chairs. They all have different women painted on them and I feel like once I turned that key, they came out. I locked it back up when I hauled it away, but I just don't know what to think. Any insight would be greatly appreciated. Thanks in advance. Turn around, touch the ground, send it to me. (laughs) Wow. Any Mm -hmm. comments? Yeah, hundreds. Oh. So we're... um... Well, maybe choose one or two. Yeah, well, someone pretty much says exactly what you said. I'll take it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> else wants it. Um, fascinating story. I'm glad your family went back to normal. That's so scary. I think you need to give the furniture to the crazy guy in the comments who wants to take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, this person says, yeah, haha, I don't think he's really ready for it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, okay, someone said, try, contact- try contacting John Zaffis who has dealt with haunted objects his entire life, or perhaps Steve Hummel. Both have museums of haunted items. I'm sure one or both of them will be willing to give you some information. They may even know someone local to you. Have you heard of either of those people? I have the first guy. John Zaffis? Yeah. Not Steve Hummel? No. Okay. Um, Someone said, get in contact with someone who studies these things. It's the most responsible thing to do, in my opinion. Someone's clearly very uh, keen on this. It's um, so interesting that there are different women painted on each thing, though. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, what? Yeah. Arguably, it's a, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that it's a piece of furniture that's been handmade and has somebody, a female member of the family who's owned it and then passed on, has been painted on it, like in, mem- in memoriam, and then it's been passed on. That's not the impression I get from looking at it. I feel like all of, like the things were painted on... At the same time. Uh, yeah, like when it was first made. Because, I mean, that has been a thing, like... I think it's it's more of an old-fashioned thing, isn't it? We don't really tend to do it in modern houses, but, like, people will have pictures up of just, like, other people, you know what I mean? People who aren't people who live in the house, you know, paintings, just, like, paint... Yeah, or paintings yeah, yeah. or, like, you know, like, figurines and things. Yeah. Um, and I I, I kind of get the feeling it's like that. You know, it's like a decorative thing with, like, these, you know, women's heads on this. Yeah, yeah. But not necessarily... It's know, interesting how she was drawn to it, though. You know, she wanted mm. it, she wanted it, she wanted it. Yeah. It's insane he drove an overall 10 hours to get it. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. That, that's probably the maddest part of that story for me, is that? You know, yeah. If, if somebody said, drive, drive five hours to me, I'll give you a grand and drive five hours back. I'd still say no. <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm not driving 10 hours for a grand. Um, someone said, that was such a crazy story. Thank you for sharing this. I'm so sorry this happened to your family. 
Um, very enterprising of them. They've said, I tried using Google Lens to see if this furniture pops up anywhere, which is a great idea. That's an amazing idea. Um, but the search fell short. Um, I'm wondering if there's some history that could be unearthed behind the faces painted on the furniture and who the original owner was. Um, yeah, which is a great idea, but nothing. Um, someone else has said, Google Carol Pate Psychic Centre. She posts lifting prayers and protections from the demonic for no cost. She has a YouTube video where she talks about her possessed chair and how she got rid of the demonic attachments well if it's no cost i mean fair play mm-hmm. you know oh interesting someone else said same i did a search and got some interesting results is the furniture really old i asked because i got results mentioned in 1817 it does look that way so it like does, it looks yeah, like yeah, really yeah, really, looks, really, old. Yeah, really old yeah um glad the family's doing well great work and asking fast if you do give it away it'd be interesting if others experience the same have you tried reaching out to the previous owner um it's a good point here. Why isn't he asking the person he got it off? Someone else has said, with unfounded confidence, this is 1940s to 50s. How do you know? Yeah, well, you always get some... Everyone online's a fucking expert, aren't they? Yeah. You know what? The, the best thing that's ever been invented is the internet, and the worst thing that's ever been invented is the internet. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a very... It's a good, valid point. Why don't you ask the person you bought it from? Mm. Or you picked it up from? Yeah. Why are you giving this away? Or let like let them know. You know, we've experienced something weird. Is there anything weird? Yeah, did you? What's the what's the provenance to this? You know, what's mm. its history? Um, someone else has said it may not be the furniture itself, but what was slash is inside. Um, but it's possible. It looks like someone made a lot of effort to paint that piece. There's a lot of people who are garbage people, even if they are talented at niche things. Weird. Yeah. Um, do you have a garage? Can you carefully put it in the garage and see if there are any hidden drawers or false bottoms? Take out the drawers very carefully and tip it upside down. Look at the bottoms of the drawers and the spaces behind the drawers. I'll bet you $20 there's something hidden in there, something that the person who previously owned it didn't want to be found. Be careful not to destroy it while you're looking. Um, someone said, oh, I never even thought... Uh, sorry, they've said, I never even thought about that. I got goosebumps reading it, though, because it wasn't until I moved it that I found the key that I was told wasn't included. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. It's a very good point. It's interesting, though, the... You know, the whole idea of, like, um, possessed furniture, possessed items. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, I do find that... Because the thing is, it's about... I think everything's about intent. And I mean everything in life. I don't just mean paranormality. I mean, in terms of, like, you know... There's that old thing I always say about, like, there was a a river called the River Alt by ours. And as kids, we would jump it. And if you believed on that day you would jump the river, you would jump the river... If for whatever reason you were unconfident about jumping it, you would always land in it. You had to believe and it would happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think intent is quite a, a thing. Now, your stepfather has told us a story about a guy who was who fell into a bit of a trance painting the eye of a particular bird, hasn't he? Like, he felt very, like, at one with this paint as he was painting. Like, he, was, he felt transported. Right. And... As he was doing it, he witnessed his son, who was at war, walk through the wall and wave at him. And just after finishing the painting, he received a knock on the door to inform him that his son had been killed at war. It's very sad. You know, it is. But my point is that, like, when you put part of yourself into a piece of art, mm. it can remain, maybe. You know, mm. Or the, at least the intent yeah. can remain. I mean, again, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I suppose... You know, especially modern day, we're kind of a bit further removed from our things. You know, like yeah. unless you've got a niche talent and a workshop to do it, 
you know, we don't really build our own furniture that no. much. And also, so when kind of you're talking about haunted items, I do think it's interesting whether it would get less, like less so, because I feel like we've got less of an emotional attachment to yeah, these things. Yeah, quite right. You, know I mean? yeah, like you we just spent 50 hours making it. Yeah, and we just kind of like get it from Ikea. And, yeah. And, like, and also, you know, we tend to kind of move around and think, whereas, you know, back in the day, that, You'd have three generations go through one wardrobe. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? no, it's a valid point. Which kind yeah. of doesn't really happen as much anymore. Yeah, if at all. Yeah, if and, all. you know, things aren't built to last in the same way that they were. So, you know, you yeah. literally have those houses. Um, someone else has got quite... I haven't read it because, you know, I'm just talking to you, but someone else has commented what looks like a f- their own story. Really? If you want to hear this. Go on, then. If we do it quick, we should be fine. It's quite long. Yeah, but lots okay, of Okay, here we go. Um, they've said this is so frightening I'm sorry you've been going through this I agree with talking to the previous owner you can't tell me they didn't know something was up with this stuff we had a sideboard slash console cabinet in our entryway with a mirror behind it sitting on the ground both second hand I started noticing weird stuff in the mirror happening which was reflecting the back of the cabinet the back would open and close almost like it was inviting me in we moved it around and checked everywhere there were no rodents or signs of them whatsoever and there was hardly anything inside the cabinet to begin with so nothing inside it was causing that. It would open up like that a lot. I just tried not to look at it. Um, I have lots of videos of it doing this, and upon re-watching them, you can see figures in the mirror, especially this girl in a blue dress who keeps showing up in pictures that I take in here, and now I've noticed some weird voices in parts of one of the videos. So actually, we don't even know if the cabinet was in fact opening or if the mirror was just reflecting an image of it doing it. So is it the mirror or the cabinet? Um, nothing ever affected my boyfriend or I, though my rabbit did seem uncomfortable if I was carrying him and walked by that space. He'd bury his face in my shoulder or reposition himself in my arms so he couldn't see it. We just thought he was afraid of what we like to call the mirror bunny. Um, if we put a mirror on the ground in front of him, he'll walk around the back to find the rabbit. That's adorable. Um, but I wasn't so sure because I've shown him his reflection a lot while I'm holding him and I think he gets it. Maybe I have to be holding him for him to know that it's just him though. Um, But in these cases, when he was getting scared, I was holding him. Well, anyway, we've gotten rid of both items and he no longer seems scared of that spot or mirrors. And when we got rid of it, I put it on my neighbourhood's Buy Nothing Facebook page. Um, But I didn't even think it was right not to let people know about it, even if our experience wasn't harmful. So I did mention, here's the thing, I know it's going to sound crazy, but there's a small chance this furniture might possibly be haunted. Um, And it might also just be my apartment and nothing to be weird about it outside here. I don't know. Nothing crazy or scary has happened, but I did want to mention it. So if you don't believe in... It picked up within the day, I guarantee. (laughs) So if you don't believe in this stuff and happens to need a cyborg, then I'm sure it's fine. And if you're someone who's really into this stuff, I wouldn't get these just for that reason, because the stuff that I have seen happen is pretty low-key. So you'd probably be disappointed. (laughs) They're being very detailed about it in furniture. Very very transparent. Fair enough. Um, oh, and they've said then there were no takers. What? Um, the group is super active. You have to really be on top of it to catch stuff being given away. Um, my boyfriend said I was an idiot for saying that stuff on there, but whatever. <laughs> I have my morals. Um, I certainly wouldn't want someone to give me something they thought might be haunted. And that's exactly what happened to you. Uh, you paid money for it, and this stuff seems way more old and sinister than my stuff. I think that seller's a jerk and knows what's up. Maybe even if they have a relative who ended up like your wife and they can advise you. I'm not educated on those type of matters, but I know others in this group are, so hopefully you can get some guidance. Um, and they've said, and as far as the skeptics' comments implying that all three women in your family went insane at the same time due to toxic gases in the furniture or in your house, well, that just sounds more preposterous to me than the idea of haunted furniture. I'd agree. Yeah. 
so interesting. I wonder if that person yeah. who didn't have any takers on that um, is UK based. Okay. And now I'm, I want to go on all of our local give you know free goods things and just search for haunted items. Our house isn't big enough to hold haunted items. It would just be our entire house gets haunted immediately. Yeah, well that'd be kind of exciting for Halloween, and then we give them away on November the first. All Saints. You say it'd be exciting. You would not like it at all. No, I'd sleep in the car. But my point being, you know. I'm Tell you what, you put it in the shed. You have a haunted shed, so you yeah, can go out. Haunted shed. I'm a haunted shed. I think the ghosts would be like, it's fucking free. Let us in. <laughs> That'd be horrible. That doing the doing the the dishes like at like eight at night, mm. dark outside, and just seeing a face appear at the window. Let us in. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary. Okay. On that terrifying picture, we're going mm-hmm. to leave it there again. Another lengthy Becker's red corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. You're welcome. Um, considering it's possibly your last one for at least a week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yes. it needed to be long, I suppose. But thank you for letting us into your lovely, beautiful, yet terrifying and scary Reddit corner. You're welcome. Are you going to say goodbye to Adam? Bye, guys. Tatty bye, everyone.